whoa, a new face or an old face, maybe a mid face. Welcome to Center Stage with Spinalzo, where we talk about all things theater and theater related. I'm Amanda. I'm Tap. And I'm Avery. And today, guys, we have not one, but two very special guests. And I don't know. I think they're pretty awesome. So without further ado, we have Silas, Weedleton, and Jess Sully. Hey, guys. Hello, everybody. Two of my, have to say, favorite people. In, like, <laughs> I was thinking today, because I was like, it like to sum up how this year has felt without you two, without you, our class, it's like, I'll be like sitting in like Bacchus or something. And I'm like, oh, like any second, like Jess is going to come in to start like setting up house or to like watch rehearsal or just like pop in and see how I'm doing. Any second, like Silas is going to like round the corner in like the sassed costume you wore with like the jester's hat. <laughs> like, and then like you sit there and it's like, ah, they're not coming. Oh. Like even like, I'm like, oh, Jen Lorius is going to have to show up here eventually. No, <laughs> it's, I, it's I, definitely I, weird. I felt like that every year. When new when oh. people would leave when people would leave and then I'd come back the next fall semester I'd be like oh you know uh, M- Miguel's gonna come in and oh yeah. like just all the time it's it's a constant problem it was well, like oh yeah we'll go we'll go over to Nina's and oh mm-hmm. oh <laughs> so for those of you who have not maybe figured it out yet Jess and Silas are alumni of E fifty two and the University of Delaware. So do you guys want to introduce yourselves a little bit for those of us who might not know you quite as well? Uh, Jess, you go ahead. You can do like name. I can't say major anymore. So graduation (laughs) here. Previous Uh, 52 stuff. Fun fact. Social security. I could say major. I still, I still identify with it. And ladies first. Hello, my name is Jessica Selly. I graduated in the wonderful year of 2020. Definitely one of the best years we've had recently. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That was awesome. <laughs> a previous Hit 52 experience. So I started out, I wrote a play for SAS, and then I wrote another play for SAS. And basically, I wrote for SAS all four years. I also wrote for other shows. I was the production manager, and I was also the puppet master of Avenue Q at some point. And my fun fact is that I have the cat in the hat memorized. Oh, wow. <laughs> like the book or the musical? Look, not, not the Susical, no. Okay. I, oh. I went, when you said movie, I went straight to like the one, like the live action creepy one. No. <laughs> but any of them, like, thank God. Just the book. Oh my goodness. I feel like Silas, can you pop that? <laughs> um, well, I'm Silas. Uh, I also graduated in 2020. I was with E52 since the beginning uh, of my freshman year. I was in like more than 15 shows. I was the tech director for almost all of them. And my fun fact is that the beam that Michael Anderson ran into and noises off and broke during a live performance, that was my beam. Mike, I'm sorry. (laughs) You were the one that put it there. Noises off was um, a production that E52 did where we had this crazy two-story revolving set that violated so many OSHA violations. It was three (laughs) pieces, and they all spun. They were 14 feet tall, and no one wanted to be on it. And I helped build it. I was one of the people who didn't want to be on it. 
<laughs> I semi helped build it. I I uh, I like to call, I did what I like to call supervising, where I looked like <laughs> I was doing something constantly, but I in fact was just like doing nothing and just walking around looking like I was doing something. I'm very good at it. <laughs> well, Silas, Jess, thank you for being here. We, yes, wanted, of course. To, we wanted to talk to you about like what E52 has done for you. What are some of your favorite E52 memories? Um, just stuff like that, stuff that you can look back on now that you kind of that finished with E52 and what has that kind of done for you moving forward. So do you want to start with any of your like favorite memories? Yeah, like how's how's life after death? Like <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh boy slower there's not as much going on you start to relax a little more it comes relax relaxation comes eventually yeah it does well i think i think things might be different for everybody jess might have a a counterpoint to add to that little (laughs) factoid but yeah that's my experience It, it it it's just different yeah, it definitely is different. But one of the crazy things is that I actually now work, I know that we're going to get into this later, I work for a big four company right now. And if you don't, big four basically refers to the top four auditing company, the four largest auditing companies in the world. So it's KPMG, EY, Deloitte, PwC. And there is basically no work-life balance. Like I'm on call 24-7, basically. Like I've worked, the latest I've worked is like 3 a.m. on a Friday. I've, I work Saturday mornings, I work Sunday mornings. So the problem is, is E52 kind of set me up for that because when you really, obviously you kind of have your members that are kind of like, they just go to the general meetings and that's amazing. But there are some E52 people who would literally, they would be, they would just sleep in Bacchus. Like they would be in Bacchus at two in the morning just working because they were passionate about it. So I think just having that prepared me for it but so so you pretty much just like kind of picked up the same thing right afterwards (laughs) very similar energy similar energy (laughs) i know how to deal with this you're like yeah i I can commit myself to this well you get paid for it now that's oh well that's the thing (laughs) yes (laughs) money e52 paid us and hangovers and a lot of late nights and friendship friendships memories a lot of uh, emotional cigars. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I have a helicopter hat. <laughs> I've, um, oh my, don't even show me that. The stole, the, no. This is what I have. Graduating class of this year just recently just got their stoles, um, and we were doing the Hamlet photo shoot. And, you know, it was, you know, Ashley, Mikey, Jake, and Heidi all walked into Bacchus wearing their stoles. I, uh, Avery can vouch. I started hysterically crying. <laughs> like, like, and the I mask doesn't help. So, like, you're like this, and you just see tears like going underneath it. <laughs> it was, and, yeah, seeing Amanda sitting there with her her Queen Gertrude hair still in. The crown and was then, on as well. I saw the crown. Yeah, the, the crown was on. The hair was the hair was up. She's crying, but then she's also sitting in the corner, like eating the sugar cookie and watching. <laughs> Watching Mikey and Jake do a little dance in Bacchus, it was it was kind of heartbreaking. It was like, because like, listen, like, I was devastated, but you guys, like, your graduating class, it was like ripping off a band aid really quick. Mm-hmm. It was like, okay, get over it; they're gone. <laughs> like forever, we were out. Like it was, there was no goodbye. Like I, like I remember, I said goodbye to Jen, 
on a street corner right outside Perkins. Like I didn't get a chance to say goodbye to anyone because it was like we all thought that we were coming back. And then as soon as we got home, it's like, you're not coming back. <laughs> so it was it was definitely depressing to be like, oh my God, like I'm never gonna see Jess again. I'm never gonna see Silas again. I'm never gonna see Marin again. Like anyone. It was terrible. Olivia, Rachel, like all of them. And yet here we are. Here we are. <laughs> when you guys are like our number one fans listening. Every week I get every oh, week yeah. it's like Jess like she sends me like a review and I'm like yeah <laughs> I, I'm lurking in the, I'm I'm lurking in the shadows boosting <laughs> those view like, numbers. We are waiting like, we in Tetmon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was oh, definitely oh, no. a happy moment for all of us. Um, speaking of which, did you guys maybe want to talk about some of your happy moments from E52 throughout the years? Uh, the roof. <laughs> Wow. Okay. What's the best way we can tell this? <laughs> I, 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 have, I, have, I have it figured out. Okay. My, our freshman year, um, we were having a party for the Merchant of Venice. The show was over. Like, it wasn't even really a Merchant of Venice party. It was like a week after the last cast party. And, and uh, everyone was just kind of like, party? <laughs> and we all showed up to uh, someone's house. And uh, my buddy Pat, who I ended up being roommates with junior year, brought Jess. And uh, we had met before, but then I was just kind of like, hey. So, yeah, we, we literally started dating like be- because of an E52 party where we met on a roof. Oh. And their anniversary is May 6th, which is also my birthday. So it's the best day in the, world, in the whole year. Have to say. <laughs> Can, confirm. <laughs> Can confirm one of the best days ever. May 6th. <laughs> <laughs> that is one what a- <laughs> sorry to cut yeah. you off but that is one kind of one of the crazy things is like uh may 6 was recently we've been together for four years so kind of as we were going through e52 like our relationship was growing with each other while it was good sorry to be cheesy but it was like as we were growing in e52 and doing do things kind of like our relationship was developing as we kept dating and kept like like whenever I was struggling with show stuff, he was like helping me out. Whenever he was struggling with show stuff, I would give him coffee or whatever, whatever <gasps> snacks oh. I got for you from the pot. <laughs> snacks <laughs> usually everything for me. I'm a simple yeah, man. Snacks are important. Pod pod snacks. Needs to be an article or something that we do, like an E52 love story. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Like love, love does exist, and it's shown here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you guys have any like favorite memories from a show you did together, or it can be like not even together, just a favorite? Oh boy, I okay. I think I think I have one from Avenue Q. I was I that was the semester before I joined D fifty two, so I wasn't even there yet. Yeah, so that that show was kind of wild. Um, from the from from the production standpoint, it was a bit of a mess. Not everyone was (laughs) on the same page, and people were kind of at each other's throats a little bit towards the end. But when the show came around, we were killing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was one of the most highly attended E52 shows we've ever done. I can vouch for that. I can. I've seen and... the ticket sale numbers. It was. <laughs> <laughs> and the memory, I have two memories from that show. One involves Jess, one, do- I'll t- one doesn't. I'll tell the one that doesn't first because it's short. The drummer we had for the show after the Friday night show, because it was only one weekend, after the Friday night show, at the like after the show was over, he came to us and he was like, hey guys, I can't be at the other two shows. 
No. And we were like, yes. what are you talking? What are you talking about? Like, are you? Saying- <laughs> He's like, I'm sorry. I have to go DJ a wedding. <laughs> and he we're like, God, we're like, we're like, what? He's like, yeah, I totally forgot. I had agreed to DJ this wedding. We're like, dude, are you serious? You're leaving us high and dry. And my man, Mikey G, who played, um, I, I can't remember any of the characters' names. It's been so long. But he played Nikki, one of the... I think. Nikki, yeah. He played Nikki. he played played Nikki, which was one of the puppets. Mikey G was just like, I play the drums. <laughs> so he he would literally play the drums when he wasn't on stage, and then when he had to go on, would run over to either Jess or Lena uh, Herman and get his puppet like onto his like app like attached to him properly run on stage do his bit run back backstage and start playing the drums again he didn't even know any of the music he just sight read all the music oh my god it was crazy and like him being on the stage like didn't like like no. there was no point that he had to be playing drums and on stage no yeah there were, there were moments where he like like we, we there, there were drums missing because he was on stage but it didn't make that big an impact crazy it was crazy the second thing I remember. Oh God! I was Trekkie Monster. Okay, I was the puppet that sang about porn. <laughs> no. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to keep it in. Then pause after it killed me. <laughs> killed me. I was at my station, which was at a second-story window in the set. Mm-hmm. I had just finished um, a song. The one where it's like, you could be as loud as the hell you want when you're making love or whatever. I turn around and I see Jess furiously shoving a puppet into a dress with this look on her face like she was killing a small animal. She was so (laughs) determined and so vicious at the same time. I will never forget that. Just (laughs) like she was just... She she had such a hard time getting all of the puppets together on time, but she did it, and I'll n- I'll just never forget the way she was jumping that puppet into a dress. Oh, that was oh amazing! God. Yes. All right. okay. Yeah, so let me give some context. This was my very first... If you didn't count the show... Because my first SAS show, I literally wrote it in, like, 4... I oh. started at midnight, I ended at 4 a.m. I sent it in at, four, like, 4.20. Like, nice. just... <laughs> <laughs> so that was my first... I literally sent them the show, and then I was just like, I'm too busy this semester, so the show get put on. So Avenue Q was my first time, and I was the puppet manager. And... Be- the thing is, is that each there were multiple different puppets for each scene, and each some of the puppets had costume changes. So I would literally have to change the clothes on the puppet within like a thirty second time span. So I had to memorize, like I had all the scenes memorized. I had the amount of time it memorized. So the scene he was talking about was <laughs> I had to take, I and the other thing is that like we had to, we had to get um, Christmas Eve. We had to get a puppet for her that we got from like a specialty company, and that one didn't have like the separate costumes. So. So what I did was I went to the Goodwill, I bought a child's communion dress, and I sewed a wedding dress <laughs> for the puppet. <laughs> 
Yeah, literally, like, for sophomore year, I had to keep the puppets, like, in my room when they had to no. be repaired. And my roommate was yeah. like, do you have to do that? I was like, yes, I'm sorry. She couldn't sleep at night. Anyway, it was a whole thing. Anyway. <laughs> so the wedding scene, within a span of, like, three minutes, the take Christmas Eve's part of it, sew her into the dress. Because I couldn't, like, put the dress on her. I had to sew her into it, like, each night and then sew her out of it. So I had to sew her into the dress. And then I had to put a tuxedo on Ricky. I had to, not Ricky, but Rod. I had to put a tuxedo on Rod. And then I had to put a hat on him. I had to put a hat on Nikki. Put him in t- tuxedo. And I had to put Kate Monster in a sparkly dress. And then I had to put uh, Princeton in a tuxedo. So that's why I was frantic. Because And I did. And the other crazy thing is, um... Yeah, Mikey G. Mikey G also helped me with that. So he was drumming, he was on stage, and then because I didn't have an assistant, he was also helping me with the costume changes. And we we couldn't talk, so he'd be like, he'd be like, and I'd be like... For those the of you fact- who are listening, because this is not a visual medium. Yeah, I'm making crazy. <laughs> I'm making Jess hand gestures. like flailing around. Isn't that like a bear was like, if everyone on a builder bear like didn't want to be there, but like had to do like a million things yeah. at once. <laughs> it's just a yes. bunch of violent gestures. The fact that you remember that all in such detail and clarity is nothing short of remarkable. Oh. My brain is a fancy place. <laughs> <laughs> So it sounds like you guys had a really great time during E52. Do you want to tell us about life after E52 a little bit? Jess, why don't you start this one off? I'll be the counterbalance. All right. So, like, obviously it's sad because I don't get to talk to the people I talk to every single day as much anymore. But, like, I try to stay involved. Like, I read the minutes when they come out. I try to talk to you guys. I crashed Jenna Dorian and Riley Calpin's office hours once. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> they were very, they were shook. And they were like, shouldn't you be at work? And I was like, yes. Because the cool thing about my job is that because the hours are so wonky, like, there'll be times when, like, during the day I can, like, go take a shower or, like, go, like, get groceries or something and it'll be fine. So that's cool. But when it comes to, like, skills you learn, definitely, like, a lot of soft skills, like project management, like, getting things done, timelines, like, just getting from the proposal stage to, like, when we actually got on stage, a lot of those same skills I use with my projects and just people skills in general because... Like, freshman year of high school, Jessica, I just didn't know how to talk to people. I was very, very non-expressive, just very, like, people say I'm stone-faced now. I was very, very stone-faced back then. And people were always like, yeah, like, why why don't you smile more? And I'd be like, because that's not nice. Anyway, so being on stage, (laughs) like, having to, like, channel this character, like, I had confidence because I was like, I'm not Jessica Sully right now. I'm a character who is confident. I'm a character who can talk to people. So starting that in high school, staying on it with E52 and just like working with all these really cool people that has helped me a lot in the professional life because being in, being an accountant means people need to like you sadly. (laughs) (laughs) I never considered you stone faced at all. I will say I always just knew that if you like, if you stood next to, if you stood next to Jessica Sally in a room and like the things that she would mutter under her breath (laughs) were some of the funniest things that I've ever heard 
I'd be like standing next to her and like something like really stupid would happen in the room and all of a sudden Jess would like this drop the funniest joke I've ever heard and I'm like I'm the only person that heard that no you need to say it louder I get to hear them all the time I'm jealous truly let's make it a throuple <laughs> give me an e- oh god give me an example give me an example either one of you oh no oh god I can't think of one there was one time it was something like we were painting the sass banner Oh, like, I forget what you said, but we were painting the sass banner, and I think you just happened either standing next to me or you were painting it next to me, and you just said, I, it was so funny, but I forget what it was. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> Silas, do you have any? Yeah, so life after E52 was very strange at first <laughs> because March 11th, 2020 rolled around, and we all got the same email, basically said, Everyone, out! I got a text message that everyone on Earth was converging on grottos despite the evident danger of COVID. Everyone, literally everyone, doesn't matter what age, had converged on grottos and was just just trying to have one last bash before everyone had to go home. After that, there was nothing. It was the craziest thing. So I went home that March. A lot of people stayed in their apartments because their leases lasted until the end of May. I just went home. I, I kind of had to. And uh, because uh, one of my roommates was around someone who was positive and we, we were all scared mm-hmm. at that, you know, so, you know, everything was unsure. But when I got home I, in, in this very room where I sit, I was just kind of like, oh, I'm by myself. Oh, oh. oh. That's what this is like. And then I realized, oh, wait, I can literally talk to anyone I want to at any time. Like, <laughs> sure, I can't, I, I can't go to the bar anymore. Or like, I, I'm not going to be able to step foot in Bacchus for a long time. But, like, the social aspect you get used to startlingly quickly. Really? Yes. You, like, you, you just, it becomes comfortable in a in a very strange way because though all of your friends aren't around like there's nothing you can do about it and you just reconcile to that fact and you settle into your new life hmm. i i doing when they were first doing zoom for classes cuz then we had like a 6 week spring break until they yeah. could figure <laughs> out what and uh i finished school on zoom I didn't go to any Zoom classes except for one class. And my professor's just like, yeah, it's fine, whatever. And I was like, okay. After that was over, I just kind of started looking for a job. I ended up working for the Delaware Department of State's Historic and Cultural Affairs Division. Bless you. Yeah, I didn't know, right? <laughs> you stepped in what? But, um, after I got a job, you just, the new normal settles in and you you miss it like a lot, but you kind of preoccupy yourself with what's going on in the now, mm. and uh, you make new friends. You try to meet new people, um, and you know you, you you kind of try to you you just you do the best you can, and you try to you you try to remember everything you can, oh. take <laughs> many pictures as you can. That is my number one piece of advice: pictures. 
because you'll have them forever and you don't have to remember them. I legitimately have a hard time remembering people's names that I used to hang out with all the time. It is that sounds upsetting and it is to an extent, but it's been so long at this point and I live a different, totally different life now. You know, it sounds depressing and it is like from an outside perspective, but you know, you know that 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 old adage where it's like, "Oh, you 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 don't stay in touch with people in college." Mm-hmm. You, you kind of don't. Like, you're not around them anymore, and it's yeah. really sad. But just because you're not in touch doesn't mean you're still not the best of friends. Yeah, and that took me a little bit to realize. Like, I I just recently because you know everyone's getting vaccinated and all that. I just recently started hanging out with people from college again, and it's as if no time had passed. Mm-hmm. It is the wildest thing, because like I was, I was hanging out with a bunch of people a couple weekends ago, and it was literally like we had just gotten back from a show, and then it's just like, oh, everything's going to be okay. Stop! You're going to make me cry. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> it's insane and the thing is i'm gonna kind of stay on the musical topic but there's a musical i love it's one of my favorite musicals and it's called fun home and it's based on this girl's autobiography and the first song she's talking about how she's like i don't rely on memories i rely on things like whenever she finds an object like she's transported back to the moment where like the object holds significance and when it comes to pictures that's it like literally i'll look at a picture like i'll have no memories but then i'll just look at a picture i'll be transported back to that night at the E52 party mm-hmm. or backstage or whenever it was taken. I just, the memory comes back. And again, that's how you know that the person is like a real friend. Like when you can talk to them and it is like, no time has passed. Yeah. Like that's how that, you know. that is <laughs> so true. That is so true. And I think the one thing I did, I'm really glad I did. And I think everyone should do this as you know, like, right. If you haven't been doing it start right now, I started freshman year keeping pieces of memorabilia or posters or little leaflets or ticket stubs from every show I did. And I have like the scripts and I have, don't throw that stuff away. You will want that stuff. Like it doesn't, it's like, Oh, it's just, you know, it's just a, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a playbill from a show. I just did. There's a hundred million of them. You know, I just got, you know, I'll, I'll remember or whatever. I, and missing one playbill, and it still bothers me. Which playbill? I don't remember. <laughs> See, that's the <laughs> thing. <laughs> Ouch. Um, I'm fairly certain from my sophomore year sassed, I have the poster, not the playbill, and I don't have my script from it. Those are one of the, some of the only stuff I don't have. But even just outside of shows, I have notes people wrote me. You know things like that. Um, I, I stole things from parties, <laughs> like to, little, little, pieces of, little pieces of decoration. Or, um, oh, this is crazy. Uh, I on, uh, on one of the E fifty two parties, I was I looked on the floor. Big mistake usually because you don't want to look on the floor at a party because you'll see some things you'll never be able to unsee. But I looked down and there was a a church key. I still have that bottle opener. It's on my keychain right now. <laughs> I know, like we already talking about it right now but do you have any more advice for graduating seniors this year or next year 
that's me um <laughs> or advice for prospective members that are maybe like just starting in e52 well I, I just gave some so just you go ahead i was gonna say specifically for prospective members like join because i know sometimes you especially some other majors get like very caught up like i was a finance major so most finance majors they were like oh i have to join the business frat i have to join the stock trading company like i'm not gonna get a good job unless i join like a business related thing i was an e52 and i used e52 to get the job that i got so if you and i hate to i hate to throw shade but you will probably make better friends in e52 and friendship is very important yeah yeah. <laughs> Big time. I, I would like, say Go ahead, Amanda. I feel like with friendships because if it, and like I have no room to say this because I'm not graduated yet, but I feel like when you make friends with people in E52, it's such an eclectic group of people like like Jess was a finance major, like you do accounting now and like Silas like you do uh, construction work is what I what I understood from what you said. Um, ma- 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 I I work on all of the old buildings that the state owns, so anything from the revolution to the 60s basically. That, that's cool. But it, it what I was cool. getting at like when you make all these connections in different fields, I feel like in a way like you it could help you out in the future if you're like, "Oh, like hey, like I need a job and I know you do this, like can you help me or like it, it connects you to so many different places. Like it's not just a theater group at this point. I, like I try to describe that to family when they're like, "Why aren't you? Why aren't you in the business frat?" Or like, "Why aren't you in this?" And I'm like, "I feel like it's more important to do something that you love for a few years." Absolutely, and a lot. I, I think some you know some people might know this, but w- when someone is looking at you as an applicant to a job, they want you to be a. Most of the time, you know, it varies from field to field. I'm not an expert, but most of the time they want you to be able to interact with people and get along with people how are your people skills can you can you can you work with people you might not necessarily get along with can you do things under pressure especially like social pressure can you like talk to a bunch of different people you might not necessarily know you know the best mm-hmm. e52 is an amazing training ground for that because like when i joined freshman year there were like 80 active members it was one yeah yeah no yeah it was one of the largest groups e52 had ever had actively participating you know numbers have gone down in recent years but that's not a worrying sign that's just membership rises and falls with the years but when i when i joined i knew nobody within a month i knew everybody yeah like it's it's one of it's one of those weird things where you don't realize it's training you because when you join a job it's intimidating because you don't know anyone. But E52 mm-hmm. helped me, you know, it helps you learn how to talk to people that you just met. It helps you interact with folks that have a position of authority over you, even if in E52 it's a slim authority. It, it is surprisingly helpful. And one of when I went to get when I went to my job interview, they talked about my time in E52 more than anything else because they wanted to know. They, they, the most important thing, at least for my job, they wanted to know how I was with people. They wanted to know, like, was I able to communicate? Was I able to get along with everybody? That kind of stuff is really important. So a lot of people are, you know, are very disparaging towards groups like E52 as far as like putting it on a resume. Mm-hmm. I'm fairly certain E52 got me my job because 
15 sets? Like, that amount of building? My god. In just four years. Yeah. I, 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 I put in pictures of the sets we built. Yes, you should, too. <laughs> Jesus. They were like, you, you, you really built these? I was like, yeah, me and a couple other people. So, like, you, you, didn't, you didn't get any help? Like, you, you, it was just you guys? And we were like, yeah, we built it from scratch. They were like, okay, we don't need any, that, that, that. Okay, I, I don't think they, honestly, that's to this day, I don't think they really believe me. But, like, so, even now when I look back and I'm like, I'm like, how am I going to build a set without Silas? How am I going to do <laughs> sound and tech without, like, Kyle Servalino? Like, how am I going to do, how am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? Like, we don't know. And, like, there's this, there's this, this huge gap. Like, and it's like, well, we'll figure it out. And E52, it's like <laughs> something I've learned. It's E52 always figures it out. You always <laughs> it figure always, it out. We always figure it out. <laughs> but it's that, definitely that is, that is almost the motto of E52. <laughs> we'll figure it out. We don't <laughs> we'll know what we're doing, out. but we'll figure it out. I did four years worth of shows with E52. I would say 90% of the time, we had no idea what was going on. No, we act like so, we do. We really do. Yeah. We act like exactly we knew what was going on. But like... <laughs> And speaking of shows, uh, before we wrap up, I want to remind you about two of the shows E52 is doing this semester. Um, the first is Skywalker. The last episode was released earlier this week. So you can go on to the YouTube channel listed in the show notes for this episode. And if you haven't watched any of them, you can go ahead and binge all eight um, episodes, or you can just watch episode eight if you've been watching as they've been coming out. And the second reminder is Hamlet. Um, Hamlet comes out, guys, this week. No. Can you believe it? I actually can't believe it. I can't. I'm so excited. So if you want to hear the amazing Amanda Kovaleski as Queen Gertrude or the amazing com- compositions in the background by our very own Tess Edwards, um, you can listen to the audiobook anywhere you listen to this podcast. So we are going to release it to all the platforms that this podcast is released to. Um, and if you want to sign up for the link, if you want to sign up to get an email with the link right when it comes out, Sign up at the Google form, also in the show notes down below. So yeah, without further ado, I'm Tess. I'm Avery. I'm Amanda. I'm Silas. And I'm Jessica. Until next time, let us hear you stuff a puppet into a communion dress.